the App Guy podcast. Straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy. Sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. The App Guy Podcast. And now, Paul the App Guy. Yeah, welcome to another episode of the App Guy Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Kemp. I'm the founder of OneMob, and I get great guests on this show, and this week is no exception. I've got Michael Austin Jacobs. Uh, you may or may not have heard of him, but he's got just this terrific journey to share with us. Michael is a consciousness coach and a speaker. Now, you may want to visit his beautiful website. It's called michaelaustinjacobs.com. And if you also visit his LinkedIn, you'll see that uh, he's standing next to the richest man in the world, or one of the richest men, uh, Warren Buffett. Michael says that, you know, in his own words, he's on a mission to teach people how to live and act within love every day, rather than living uh, within fear. Now, he's 21, but he's done enormous um, amount in his life so far. As he says, his soul has no age. Um, he's published a book called Make Your Idea an App Store App, Eight Secrets Behind Creating a Successful App. He's also going to start writing a book on consciousness, and he's been behind a very successful app called uh, Social Link. So we've got loads to talk about Michael. I'm really pleased that you've been able to join the App Guide podcast. I've just given a, a quick introduction to you, but perhaps you can just talk about yourself and how you uh, fell into this world of uh, consciousness and, uh, and a bit about your business. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for having me on, Paul. Really appreciate it. I, uh, I, I've always kind of been a very passionate spirit, uh, always very interested in understanding and learning more about our existence uh, ever since I was a kid. Um, but to be honest with you, I was pretty afraid of it. I was pretty uh, um, held back and limited by my perceptions of, of what other people thought, of, of where, where uh, whatever other people's opinions were, things like that. And, and truly, uh, my journey really began when I began becoming an entrepreneur. Um, my first year of college, when I was uh, in college, I, I uh, was trying to start a couple web businesses, uh, continually failed and failed and failed. And uh, actually, on my journey to India was where I began to learn uh, more about consciousness as well as more about entrepreneurship and began to apply both of the concepts together um, in my app company that you now uh, see as Socialink. Um, and, and truly that's, that's really where my journey began was understanding how all of these topics about consciousness, about understanding the mind, mentality, things like that really applied into your everyday life and really applied to just in living in general. It's funny. Um, we've got, uh, you know, a shared past in a way, you know, I've got a lot more years on you, <laughs> but <laughs> I actually went through a position where I was really unhappy in working in the city of London in finance, and I took a spiritual journey to India as well. Tell us about you know that part of your life. How important was that journey to India as a country? And take us there with you, and, and we can hear what you know your thoughts were on that journey to India. Yeah, definitely. India was uh, a transformative experience for me. 
Um, before India, I really did not know much about consciousness, much about energy, much about any of, of those certain topics. Um, and I was really focused in, in the mentality of that I was a victim, that things were happening to me, um, that I had no control over them. And honestly, I really would say that my spiritual journey in India began as soon as I stepped foot there, um, because I really feel that the energy in that place of the world is just powerful, and it's it's something that can transform you even just by stepping foot on the land itself. And so when I went to India, really it was um, just a transformative event where I, I really observed the culture. I began to learn from different gurus, from different teachers. Um, about meditation, and then began to explore my own experience with meditation as well as yoga and things like that. And and in the process of doing so, I really began to dive deeper inside of myself, inside of uh, who I am, what my purpose is, my meaning on this planet in this lifetime, and um, how I can better fulfill that. And uh, it really began with Socialink. I came up with the idea for the app Socialink while I was out there in India. Um, began to really put all these principles that I had learned about mentality, about what people call the secret or the law of attraction, um, into effect, and um, really was was quite astounded because the first two company, first two years of college, I tried to start multiple companies and continually and continually failed. And after beginning to apply these ideas of consciousness, these ideas of of thought patterns into my new company. Within seven or eight months, I had been featured in Entrepreneur Magazine, and it was just uh, a, a 180, a complete complete turnaround, and it was a powerful, powerful realization for me. You know, it's interesting because you're talking to an app guy, and the people listening to this are mostly app developers, and we are struggling to try to find inspiration for creative ideas. Is it necessary to take yourself out of almost like day-to-day -day kind of living, you know, the rat race? And put yourself in into a, a different country or somewhere else that you can really get your creative juices flowing. Is that is that necessary? Um, I can't speak for everyone on that, but for me it was because I really had a lot of pack, past conditioning, past beliefs that were completely false, that weren't true, um, that I, I continued to believe daily. And and I realized that when I stepped out of my comfort zone, when I stepped out of my um, home area. I really realized the fact that, that everything that had been put upon me was not my own limit, but limits that were set by other people that other people believed and that I had just chosen to believe. And I really do believe that stepping out into a new environment, a whole new area, opened up my mind and expanded my consciousness in order to come up with different ideas uh, such as Socialink and, and other, um, other apps and things. Yeah, because also I wanted to t touch on, you mentioned earlier about failure. And I think failure is an important part of the journey. And people listening to this, me included, we, we all experience failure pretty regularly. You know, when you release an app to the market, uh, that you may not get any downloads for it, or it's just not well received. Uh, how do you deal with failure? And Because you, you said you've had a mindset change now. Tell us about that, failure and how you deal with it. Definitely. Um, you know, I don't even really look at failure anymore. Um, I don't even recognize failure anymore, to be honest with you, because um, it's all just part of the journey in itself. It's just all part of understanding um, like what, what you need to be doing and why you're here. So when something like what people call failure approaches, it, it's just another learning lesson for me. Um, and I think by labeling it as failure, 
um, we begin to kind of bring ourselves down more and get into a deeper mentality of, of negativity. And, and truly the negativity will just stem into more negativity, which will stem into more negativity. Um, so if you just keep a positive mindset about it, if you really live in, in, in a good way of thinking, a good way of living, um, failure never really arises for you because you realize that every single moment in your life, every single second is, is a new lesson to be learned. I totally resonate with what you're saying. You know, I released a, an app that uh, failed pretty much in the market that didn't receive that many downloads. But it was a kid's app and I caught my uh, four-year-old son playing with it and he was giggling and laughing and it brought him so much joy and it, it kind of then made me realize maybe I'm measuring success just with the number of downloads and it is, it's more to that, you know. That. So let's move on and, and you are a consciousness coach. Mm -hmm. I actually don't know what that means. What is consciousness and, and what do you do as a consciousness coach? Ah, uh, very, uh, very good question. It's difficult to describe what consciousness specifically is because um, when, when people ask me what is consciousness, um, I say consciousness is everything and everything is consciousness. Um, which is really a deep statement uh, to be making. But um, really what I can describe it as, the basics that I can describe it as, it's, it's a life coach, um, someone who helps you through the difficult times. But I take a different perspective on it because I believe that every single person is at a certain stage in their life, not because of the things that they've created, not because of the things that they've done, but purely because of consciousness. And they stay at a certain level or they excel quickly because of consciousness. And the best example that I can give you, Paul, is is from my failing times and, and thinking that I was a failure until now, it's only been uh, two years or less. And it was all because of the evolution of consciousness that allowed me to grow and, and create successful apps to get featured in Entrepreneur Magazine, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And <clears throat> it's something that I continually work on daily. And I really believe that consciousness is all tied to, to whatever you want in life, whether it's success, whether it's happiness, whether it's enlightenment, whatever you're truly searching for, consciousness is purely tied to it. Um, so as a consciousness coach in general, I coach a very, very specific group of people um, at a very specific stage in their lives where they want to take their consciousness to the next level. They want to understand more, but they just don't know how to do it. Um, so I do that, and then I, I'm also a consciousness speaker. I go around and, and, and share my message about consciousness and, and how people can dive deeper into their own understandings of consciousness. Yeah, I know that it's something that we all need and is around us. I mean, as we first wake up, we have consciousness, and until we go to sleep, we, we have consciousness. And we need it to you know write apps and write code and do whatever we're doing in life. But what you said, a specific group of people that you coach, what, what, what uh, group of people are you coaching and how can people um, get, it, get involved? Yeah, definitely. Um, for my coaching program, I coach a very specific group of people. Um, it doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter um, anything physical. physical. Um, for me, it's all about where you are at a conscious level. So I coach people who are pretty conscious already, who understand a lot of different things about consciousness, but who might be blocked by their own conscious mind, who might be stuck too much in the thought process of things, or, or who want to take their understanding and their levels of consciousness to the next level. Um, and, and those are really the people that I like to focus on because... Um, they're, they're at the stage where they're ready to, to take that next step and they're not going to begin um, to doubt or question anything. And, you know, I know that 
your clients are private, um, you know, confidential. But have you got any generalizations about people that you've worked with and what they've gone on to do? I've worked with a bunch of different people, and and that's the really interesting about my my program, Paul, is the fact that I've worked with um, conscious individuals who are twenty or who are eighteen, who are who I I would uh, I, I would work with a hundred times because they're more conscious than most seventy eighty year olds. Um, but then I've also worked with people who are in their forties and fifties uh, to develop their own consciousness. Um, it really just depends upon the point where they're at in their personal lives. And I've also created some, some products such as meditation products and things like that for people who might not be at that stage but who want to still dive deeper into it and understand it more. Is Warren Buffett one of your clients? <laughs> I wish he was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think you'd have to worry about the, the bill. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, you know, just touching on that then, so you, you uh, are involved in meditation and mm-hmm. have you thought about how to get your material out via an app? You know, that's actually one of the thought processes that I have had, um, which will be occurring into the future, no question, when, when the time is right and when I feel everything's ready. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to dive back into the app industry in the aspects of consciousness um, rather than my old perspective on it. It's not particularly... Relevant? Oh, I guess it is. I've written an app that helps uh, newborn uh, babies. It's it's mothers of newborns. It's called Newborn Baby Sleep, and it plays womb sounds and various other um, sounds like you know the washing machine and dishwashers and stuff like that 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 help babies sleep. And they just download the app on their iPhone and, and play these things for a few hours to their babies. But it's quite nice the feedback you get from you know, users of the app who uh, have said to me that it's really helped them through some tough nights. And I just wondered if there's something similar that could be done for you know, meditation. Uh, do you particularly use any apps for your own meditation? Um, you know, I used to use a few apps for meditation when I was beginning. Um, there is an app called Headspace, which is really good, as well as Om- Omwana or Omvana, um, which is made by Mind Valley, which I'm a huge fan of. Um, and yeah, they've got some great products out there. There's a bunch of really good, um, tools to help you begin that meditation process. And, um, yeah, and that's really where, where I would recommend people start is to either jump on YouTube and and start listening to some guided meditations. Um, I have a course on Udemy, uh, called meditation for the hustling entrepreneur, which you can go check out and, or, or just get one of those apps and, and just dive into it for yourself because meditation is, is purely an individual experience and an individual understanding. Um, yet some people just need to get that external uh, validation to begin their whole internal journey. Yeah, I'll put some of those resources on uh, the show notes at the end so that if people uh, want to go and, and check those things out, then they can go to the uh, show notes at onemob.com on the podcast and uh, you'll have links to all those in the show notes. Uh, you know... One of the things I get is that how do we know we're passionate about uh, writing apps and developing apps? Uh, Some of the people listening to this are are in a position where they may be thinking about leaving a a steady work and starting on their own or going to work for a, you know, perhaps a more flamboyant company with more freedoms. But how do we know how to drill into our passions? That's a great question, Paul. People ask me, 
how do I know if I'm on my passion or how do I know if I'm following my purpose? They ask me that all the time. And I'm going to give you the simplest answer there is. Does it excite you? <laughs> That's literally it. Um, if, if it excites you, then go for it and do it. If it doesn't excite you, don't do it. Um, because I truly believe that, that your passion, your purpose in life, well, I, I personally believe that your passions will lead you to your purpose in life. So by following each excitement that you have, you continually get yourself closer and closer to what your soul's purpose here is on earth. And um, really, that's, that's what it just comes down to, Paul, is just following what excites you, do what excites you. And, and if you're not doing what excites you, then you're not really living. You know, I can totally hear what you're saying there because uh, I was in a position where I wasn't very happy and work. Uh, you know, I was passionate for for a time in the city of London, but then it got to where I felt that I wasn't fulfilling my purpose in life and also following my passions. So I actually left a very well-paid job to to do what I'm doing now. I feel much more um, at ease with myself because I feel like I'm doing something I really enjoy and I'm passionate about, and hopefully. You know, I guess that's hopefully inspiring others to make the jump, but it is tough. What's it like running your own company, being you know, sort of responsible for your own brand? It's definitely interesting. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Honestly, um, it's really I've found not to be too difficult any longer. Uh, I used to stress out about it a lot. I used to be like, oh, what are people thinking about my brand? What are people thinking about me? Um, and then I just came to the realization that truly a successful, what, what you would call a brand, is just being yourself. It's just being genuinely who you are. So I don't really strategize about anything anymore. I don't really think about, oh, what's my next move? I just think about who am I and what do I want to do and where do I want to go? Because people follow the person and the brand is created around the person. Uh, I think a great example is Gary Vaynerchuk. I'm a huge fan and follower of Gary. And, and he's just who he is as a person. He doesn't need to be fake. He doesn't need to um, put up any, any facades or any faces. Uh, he's just truly who, who he is as a person. And because of that, people follow him and they, they love his, his, how genuine yeah, he I is. Yeah, I heard him on, there's a podcast called Entrepreneur on Fire. And he was on one of those. Yeah. And yeah, he was, you know, just so unbelievably passionate and uh, quite inspirational. <laughs> And so, yeah, I, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm kind of a big fan. I wanted to learn more about what he does as well. Um, you know, are there any other people that like Gary that you could recommend that we, we seek out? Yeah, definitely. Gary is a huge guy in the social media industry, um, really good around that. Um, I, one of my favorite people um, is Peter Sage. I'm not sure if you've heard of Peter Sage before, but he is a billionaire uh, mentor uh, slash business coach. But truly what he teaches is consciousness, and this is why I love him so much. Um, he just discusses uh, all areas of consciousness and conscious understanding and really believes that, that business success is parallel to consciousness, that when you raise your levels of consciousness, you begin to um, raise your business uh, potential and, and business expands on its own. Um, he's taught people like Tony Robbins, uh, um, some big names as well, and and I'm a huge fan of Peter Sage. Yeah, I'm hearing this more and more. There's a few things that I'm really connecting with you on this. Uh, one is the being genuine and being authentic, because I think there's, you know, there's so much information out there, 
the book of knowledge, Google gives <laughs> us everything we need to know. And, you know, you can chase these trends and you could like be addicted to looking at, you know, Twitter and what's trending and trying to make an app that's, you know, in, in the popular, the popular apps at a time. And I, I just realized that actually just following your heart, your passion and being genuine is, is what everyone else seems to do that's successful. So I made a decision to kind of do that as well. Exactly. And I'm just also resonating with what you're saying about uh, all these um, coaches that tell us to just really follow our passions. And, you know, Peter Sage, I, I will actually look him up. I must admit, I, didn't, I haven't heard of him before, but I've definitely heard of Tony Robbins. And if he taught Tony Robbins, then he must be pretty good. Yeah, he's a great guy. I love him. And yeah, you know, all these coaches are discussing following your passion, following your purpose, things like that. Um, and I really, really, truly believe that. Um, and it's it's obviously the most basic basic way to put it, <laughs> you know. It's it's not that complex, um, which is great for for some people. But some people need something a little bit deeper to understand more to to get on a deeper level on it. Um, but I really believe that that that's that's truly why we're here. You know, it's it's not here to to be in a rat race. It's not here to be going nine to five doing things that I hate just to make a a piece of paper. Um, it, it's here to live, and I've got ninety, a hundred years at most to live um, in, in this lifetime, at least. And and I'm gonna do it the way that I want to do it, not the way that society wants me to. Well, if Google have their way, you're gonna be living till about four or five hundred. Um, because, uh, the only reason that they're, they're trying to extend people's lives by several hundred years is that then they can get more money through the exactly. search engine. Um, I've, you know, I had an interesting chat with uh, a, a guy on um, an episode recently. Um, he was talking about uh, millennials and how, um, I guess you would fall into the bracket of a millennial where there is more to life than, as you say, that nine to five sort of getting a mortgage and, and jumping into the rat race and, and doing what everyone else does, but to have an actual purpose. Uh, he, his, his name is Greg Vodica. And yeah, he was really interesting on that. So I definitely would check, uh, sort of recommend anyone listening to this to go back and have a quick check of, of that particular episode. But also, I would check that out. Uh, the other thing I was going to mention is that um, you sort of reminded me as, as you were talking, Somebody said recently that they started to um, give back a lot more, to, to kind of think about relationships as giving rather than what can I get from this relationship. And they said when they started doing that, their mindset was completely 180, transformed, because they felt rich in themselves because they're giving back to society and giving back to life. And it's something that they recommended. Do, do you have any thoughts on that, giving back? I 100% agree. And, and giving back is, is pretty much the core of everything, which comes back to gratitude, which is the main emotion of love. And, and one thing that I teach is, is the fact that love is everything and everything is love, that, that truly our existence is based out of love. But we create the illusion of fear within our own realities, which lead us into needing to make more money, which lead us into the nine to five job what we, that we don't like because we're afraid to actually live in love, to live the way that we want to live. Um, and truly giving back is, is really the key, Paul. And I think one major thing is, is what is the intention that you're doing in the giving process? Um, because I, I see a lot of people, um, and, and I've had this happen in my own life where um, I want to feel better, so I'm going to give. Well, that's not the right intention behind it. Um, you want to give. You want to be a giver because 
that's who you are because you want to help others because you want to spread more love. And when you take that mentality and you take that intention and that approach upon it, uh, it'll transform your life almost instantaneously, almost immediately, um, and and really just evolve you as a person into understanding really more of just life in general that life's not about getting 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 and and doing 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 but more about just being and loving and sharing you know this last week i actually downloaded an app called uh, gratitude journal uh, i wish there was a better app but it it kind of reminds me every day at two o'clock uh, to um, think about three things that i'm most grateful of and then i have to kind of write that into the journal do, do you have any other similar resources, some, something like that, that, that help you uh, approach gratitude? Yeah, you know, um, for me, what I do for gratitude, um, and this is the by far the most effective um, thing that I've ever done for gratitude, is every morning when I wake up, um, before I even put my feet on the ground, as soon as I open my eyes, I begin to express gratitude. Um, I usually create a list of five to ten things that I'm very specific things um, that I'm very grateful for, um, and I verbally uh, say those or I mentally say them out loud. Um, and truly, that act in itself will transform your entire day. And the reason that I say that is because you begin a thought in the day, and that thought carries literally leads the rest of your thoughts throughout the entire day. So if you can begin your thoughts with, with gratitude, with love, at the very, very instant that you wake up, you're just going to be led throughout the day um, with more gratitude and more abundance flowing to you. And then I also finish it off at night um, within my, my morning and nightly routines. That's great advice and something that I'm trying to follow with the help of technology. <laughs> uh, um, I, I, this this is a little bit offbeat here, but it was something I was thinking of recently. And you know, you're into consciousness, and it's great to be able to kind of speak to you about the subject. Um, we're app developers. We think of things in source code, computers, robots, things like that. <laughs> it, do you think in your lifetime that we'll ever get to a stage where we create a, a conscious computer or a conscious robot? Oh, definitely, no question. Um, the well, that's a definite. That's a difficult question because the idea of consciousness itself is like your soul. It is like your spirit. So that's asking, will we ever create a robot with a soul, with a spirit? Um, I don't believe we'll ever be able to transfer the human soul into a robot, although they are trying it already. <laughs> I've, oh, really? I've watched, yeah, they are. I've I've done some research on it. Um, they're trying to see if you can transfer the human soul, the human consciousness into a robot, um, which I don't believe is possible, but I do believe that we'll, we will create um, programmed um, robots that have the ability to um, expand their own programs, not necessarily consciousness itself, but um, a program that we have already installed inside of it. I started to think maybe we could come up with a consciousness app but it needs to obviously be on something like the iPhone 10, which has a lot more features <laughs> than the current iPhone. Um, although, the, you know, like w there is news that Apple are, are kind of getting into perhaps an iWatch and, um, or some yep. wearable device, and it's going to be able to uh, take samples of our uh, sweat or our um, 
you know, maybe, maybe <laughs> sure our, it is. You know, our blood and and kind of all the things that that surround us, and and so we're going to be able to be a, a lot more aware of our bodies um, than we ever have been on a day to day basis, and with the power of the power of that's, uh, you know like the iPhone as well, kind of behind it. That sounds like Apple. <laughs> that's awesome. <Yeah. laughs> You've talked very briefly about uh, one of your. Uh, morning and evening routines are there any other habits that you follow that help you um, be successful yeah you know um really my morning routine is is just key for me if i don't do my morning routine um then i'm probably going to miss my morning routine for the rest of the week until i become conscious of it and, and get myself back into it and really what i do in the mornings is is um, besides the expression of gratitude, really, I wake up, um, do the morning things, eat, shower, all that good stuff. Um, but then I actually get into yoga. I do about 20, 30 minutes of yoga um, and lead follow-up yoga with about an hour to two hours of meditation. And um, really, when, when I continually um, just flow with my own routine and get myself into that routine, um, it's, it's just it's an evolutionary difference. Things are just flow e- more easily into my life and, and, and effortlessly as well. That's great. I th- sort of come kind of looking at the time. I can't believe it's already coming up to 30 minutes. <laughs> you know, something that's really interesting to me and I know interesting to the audience because you know, we're, we're all going through a lot of challenges and uh, tribulations with our, uh, our own life, our own consciousness. Um, and, it's kind of interesting to hear, you know, you talk about the things so openly and so genuinely, um, you know, in terms of your own life and, and your own work. Is there anything you feel that we've missed on this chat that the audience would be really interested to know about? You know, um, I appreciate the, the compliment, Paul, but I think that really what, what it comes down to is for the audience, for those that are listening right now, just begin to to study your own understanding of consciousness. Begin to um, read different books. I would recommend if you have never studied the idea of creating your own reality or you've never even heard of it before, go buy Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, it's the book that started me off in, in all of this great, interesting um, journey of, of mentality and, and whatever words you want to put upon it. Um, and definitely, definitely go, go buy that book, begin to read that book and, and that will introduce you into this whole concept and, um, and really just really give your energy, give your focus to it because truly if you want to become successful in the app industry, in, in any industry, it really does begin with consciousness and, and you can look at all of our, our great, great leaders, Richard Branson, Warren Buffett, all of those guys and if you, you sat down and had a conversation with Richard Branson, I guarantee you it would be about consciousness. Um, and truly, that's, that's what life's all about. So I highly recommend, like I said, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, that's a great introductory book. And um, yeah, best of luck. If you want any deeper books, um, feel free to reach out to me and, and I'd be happy to provide some, some deeper examples for you. Yeah, how best can we reach out to you? I am available via, well, I'm mostly on Facebook and Twitter most of the time. Um, email is good for me. Um, I'm sure, Paul, you can put the, my email in the, in the description below as well as my Facebook and Twitter. But Facebook is just facebook.com backslash Mr. Jacobs 21. Uh, that's Mr. Jacobs 21. 
And my Twitter handle is the same exact thing, at MrJacobs21. So feel free to reach out, and I, uh, I love to meet new people. That's fantastic. So listen, I really appreciate you you know, taking the time here to, to talk to us about consciousness and all those other things. You know, you're, you did mention that you were writing a, a book uh, to me yeah. in your pre, pre-chat. Perhaps you can tell us about, you know, and you, you're, I think you're going to go to uh, another country to write that. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually moving in one month um, to the jungles of Costa Rica. Um, specifically to, to kind of just honestly just live, to just kind of learn a, a different way of living, as well as just to write this book that I've, I've uh, had on my consciousness for a while. It's, it's been in my mind and, and just working on letting it out slowly and surely. <laughs> wow, that's, that's amazing. I mean, really is. How are you going to stay connected online and, and carry on with clients and things? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be working with, with a few clients while I'm over there probably still. Um, and I'll be online as much as possible. There's one little room, uh, with Wi-Fi, so that'll be perfect. Wow. Well, I do have, um, a time in my life where I, I spent maybe two weeks in a jungle, in the Amazon jungle, and that's not, oh, the, that's awesome. not the retailer Amazon, but that's one, uh, yeah, it was very, uh, hot and it was pretty intense out there, but mm-hmm. it's certainly, yeah, completely different to the way we live life normally in the Western world, but, uh, really interesting as well with the customs and the cultures yeah i really want to head down to peru afterwards that's one of my goals yeah no i highly recommend it actually because what you can do you can uh, do the inca trail and um, then after that you take a quick flight down uh, to the uh, the rainforest the amazon rainforest and you can spend a week or two with a tribe which is great that's awesome well uh, on that, you're making me very jealous, so I don't want to carry on anymore. <laughs> and, uh, but thanks very much for your time. It's been terrific. Uh, r- really highly recommend anybody um, listening to this to go out and check uh, uh, michaelaustinjacobs.com. Uh, all those uh, links will be in the show notes. So thank you very much for your time. Very interesting stuff, Michael. Uh, you Best of luck with everything you do, and you're very welcome to come back on at any time and talk about uh, you know your journey as it continues. Perfect, Paul. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And... Um, I would, I would love to come back on as, as the journey progresses. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. If you want to be a guest on the show or suggest someone, then please send an email to info at onemob.com. The App Guy podcast goes out every Sunday and Thursdays. 